Well, here we are together again, a Tuesday morning at your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. It's the 23rd of February, the 14th of Adar Aleph, which means it's Purim Katan. Good morning, everybody. Nachum is off. My name is Mayor Fertig, and let's start with Lipa and Shoshanas Yaakov. Thanks for starting your day with your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
So grand, Shushan is the place where it all began. The hidden miracle. One man, second in command, slay all the Jews with his wicked plan. A scheme so miserable. He chose a day for the disaster. It's ironic what came after. He didn't know a girl named Esther. We turn it upside down. From behind the scenes, she wore the royal crown. Three days, the Jew just prayed. Queen Esther with her life went to save the day. She took her down. The streets were filled with celebration. Everyone ate hum and tashin. Jubilation for the nation.
JM in the AM. It's a Tuesday morning. It's the 23rd of February, 2016. 14th of Adar Aleph, Tufshin Ayin Vav, the 14th day of the first month of Adar, which means it's Purim Katan today. So, uh, Purim, everybody. Afrelechim Purim Katan, anyway. Happy Purim Katan. My name is Mayor Ferdig. Nachum is off. Thank you for starting your day with JM in the AM. It is, uh, it is going to be a cloudy one here with periods of rain, high of 42, further uh, further out away from Jersey City. Anyway, we could see a wintry mix. Tonight, cloudy with periods of rain, low 37. For Wednesday, rain showers early with a steady soaking rain later in the day. Increasing winds, maybe some thunder, highs around 50 tomorrow. Tomorrow night, rain and wind continues, thunder possible early on, low near 50. For Thursday, partly cloudy skies during the morning, overcast in the afternoon, high near 55. And then Erev Shabbos Friday. Partly cloudy and windy with a high of 41. Right now, 38 degrees, mostly cloudy skies here in Jersey City. 80% humidity. The barometer is steady at 30.31. And uh, again, 38 degrees and mostly cloudy, going up to a high of about 42. And in the city of Jerusalem... They are also experiencing light rain with a high of 49. In Atanya, partly cloudy and 63. I take either of those, as usual. <laughs> JM in the AM for a Tuesday. Me, me from Simcha Liner. That's what we just heard. Before that, the Purim song from the Maccabees. Nelech from uh, David Gabe from his album. Uh, What's his album called? Where is that? Hakola Tova from David Gabe. Am Yisrael from Yaakov Shweki from his Kolot CD. Shoshanas Yaakov from Lipa Schmelzer starting things off. A, uh, a down-tempo one. Not what you'd expect from a Shoshanas Yaakov necessarily, but Lipa Schmelzer has made a wonderful career out of, <clears throat> excuse me, not doing what you'd expect. So there it was, Shoshanas Yaakov from Lipa Schmelzer. And we started off at 6 o'clock with Modaani from Regesh as we do each and every Sunday through Friday morning here in, <clears throat> on JM in the AM. Counting JM Sunday with Matas Weingast in that calculation, of course. We have a, uh, a great show of music for you this morning, plus the news from Israel coming up at 7 o'clock, God willing, technology willing, obviously God willing, but uh, more specifically, we'll see if the technology cooperates. We're here in the fourth floor studios here at WFMU, which can mean only one thing, which means that the uh, fundraising marathon is right around the corner. starts two weeks from yesterday. Nachum taking a couple of days off. Benjamin Siegel, did you hear Benjamin Siegel yesterday? Did you hear what a great job he did? Unbelievable. The next generation. Benjamin Siegel yesterday. Mayor Weingarten here tomorrow at 6 o'clock. I'm sure he would love for me to point out. I'm sure he would love for me to point out that that officially means that there is Mayor Madness in progress because I'm here today. My name is Mayor, Mayor Weingarten here tomorrow, and the Mayor Madness proceeds apace here at JM in the AM on this Purim Katan. We're going to continue with uh, with Shlomo Katz from his Live in Melbourne CD. We just want to say hello to a couple of people. First of all, first of all, Let's say hello to all the young women who are spending the year at MMY in Yerushalayim, specifically on Esther Hamalka Street. We need to point that out. And let's also say good morning 
to uh, a couple of uh, people who are doing the Jewish community's work. I don't know what they're doing, but they're doing something, I'm sure, for the benefit of the claw. Let's say hello to some folks from Amudim. Donnie Rosenfeld and Rabbis Edgar and Rabbi Tzvi Gluck. They're in Warsaw, and uh, I think they're wrapping up. <clears throat> I think they're wrapping up a uh, a trip there, I'm certain, on behalf of the Jewish people, because that's what they do. It was an interesting story about uh, Rabbi Tzvi Gluck and his involvement in some project uh, on one of the Jewish websites this morning. Apparently, he procured a passport uh, for somebody in, like, the blink of an eye. Some amazing thing. That wasn't the reason the story was reported. That just happens to be the behind-the-scenes technical wizardry that uh, Amudim and Rabbi Tzvi Gluck and... Uh, Donnie Rosenfeld and everybody else there just manages to pull off. So, very interesting. Anyway, JM and the AM for a Tuesday, 6.35. And let's continue with Shlomo Katz with Nigun DeVoe. It's your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program for a Tuesday, February 23rd, the 14th of Adar Aleph. Purim Katan. Thanks for listening to JM in the AM.
Thank you so much, friend. We'll be right back in a few minutes with a whole lot more music. Let's go. 
J.M. in the A.M. with Kolachai. Love that song. Migdol from Kolachai. It is 6.50, 10 minutes before 7 o'clock on a Tuesday morning here at J.M. in the A.M. It's the 23rd of February, 2016, the 14th of Adar 1, Aleph, Achat, Uno, Purim Katan. Good morning, everybody. Nachum is off. My name is Mayor Fertig, and thank you for starting your day with J.M. in the A.M. Before Kolachai, we heard Hashem Melech from Yehuda Green. Before that, Shlomo Katz live in Melbourne with Nigo Navo, and uh, we've got Ohad queued up here at JM and the AM, ready to go. At 7 o'clock, we hope to bring you the news from Israel, from Galei Tzal, the 2 p.m. hourly that they uh, that they present. We hope to bring that to you, so stay tuned for that. At 7.30, you're by David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk, and then at 7.35 or so, we hope to uh, say hello to a group of people who were involved in an interesting project uh, at their school. And uh, we'll say hello to an old friend of ours, Mr. Joel Glazer. Looking forward to speaking to him this morning here at JM in the AM. A request for Tehillim, please, if you keep a Tehillim list, if you say Tehillim regularly, or even if you don't, if you can make him a Shabarach and Shul this morning, Rifka Bas Esther Rachel for a Rufur Shalema. Rifka Bas Esther Rachel. Currently uh, experiencing a uh, serious issue that uh, she and her family and everybody who knows and loves her hopes uh, she can get past quickly. But uh, please say to Helen for Rifka Bas Esther Rachel and your prayers and your thoughts are greatly appreciated. 6.52 here at JM in the AM. Nachum is off. My name is Mayor Fertig and let's continue with Ohad. It's your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. <laughs>
J.M. in the A.M. That was Kol Haneshama, Benny Friedman with Eighth Day from his album With All My Soul. Before that, Sameach from Ohad, his album Segula, here at your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Hearing Galit Sahal in the background. 
Hoping to bring you the 2 o'clock hourly coming up shortly. You're tuned to America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Heard and listener sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope in Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. And around the world on the web at jmandtheam.org. And of course on the uh, Nachum Siegel Network app as well. We welcome your comments there. So uh, be sure to check in and say hi if you are listening on the app right now. 38 and cloudy today here in Jersey City. 38 and cloudy now, I should say. Rain is possible later. We are uh, we are expecting uh, possibly even a wintry mix in some areas as the day progresses. And tomorrow, a lot of rain. That is the plan. And uh, waiting for Galit Sahel here. I'm wondering... Uh, Hmm. They're always a little off schedule. Anyway, sorry, I was telling you about the weather for today. Uh, the uh, high today, about 42, and we are going to see rain later this morning, a steady rain during the afternoon, and again, a high of uh, 42. Rain uh, this evening, showers continuing overnight, low 37. Rain showers uh, with a steady soaking rain tomorrow, later in the day. And increasing winds, thunder is possible, and a high of 50. Now the news from Galit Sahal, coming up momentarily here at JM in the AM. And uh, let's see, uh, wind with a period, winds with period of rain tomorrow night, thunder possible early, low near 50. For Thursday, partly cloudy in the morning, cloudy skies in the afternoon, high near 55. Right now, here in Jersey City, we've got a barometer that is steady at 30.31, 80% humidity. And uh, 38 degrees in cloudy skies with the wind out of the north-northeast at 13 miles an hour feels like 30 degrees. I really don't think they're doing the news. It's two minutes after the hour. Hmm. Let's listen together for another few seconds and then we're going to call it a day here with this. Oh, here we go. <laughs> you just never know with them. Boca Toe from JM in the AM. בית המשפט העליון דחה את ערעורו של האב המטלטל שנידון לחמש שנות מאסר בגין הריגת בנו בן ארבעה חודשים וחצי. מדווח כתבנו רום ליאור. פסק הדין נקבע כי האב לא הצליח להציג גרסה חלופית לזו שהומצאה על ידי בית המשפט המחוזי, וכי ההסברים שהעלה אודות נסיבות המוות קרסו בזה אחר זה. בנוסף נכתב בהחלטה כי ניתן להתרשם שהאב סובל ממות בנו, אך אין מוצא מן המסקנה החד משמעית לפיה הוא זה שטלטל את ילדיו התאומים, וגרם למות התינוק. ועדת החוקה דנה כעת בחוק ההשעיה של ראש הממשלה נתניהו. יושב ראש הכנסת אדלשטיין אמר שלא צריך להטיל משמעת קואליציונית או אופוזיציונית בהצבעה, ודרש רוב של 70 ח"כים כדי להתחיל בהליך ההשעיה. אני שומע על ספירת קולות, כבר אמרו גם בשמי איזו משמעת אני שייך, במה אני מצביע וכן הלאה. אבל אם אנחנו יכולים במצב שגם באופוזיציה וגם בקואליציה נגיע למצב של הצבעה אישית מצפונית ולא משמעת סיעתית ולא משמעת קואליציונית, אז החוק הזה אנחנו נדע אם עובר או לא עובר. ראש הממשלה נתניהו נועד בצהריים עם נשיא קניה אוהורו קנייתה ונשא עמו הצהרה משותפת על איום הטרור. We both live in uh, challenging neighborhoods with similar security concerns 
and the cooperation between our two governments has been formidable. Israel is uh, willing and prepared to work with African countries in our common battle against militant Islamic terrorism. שתי המדינות שלנו נמצאות בשכנות בעייתיות וסובלות מבעיות ביטחון דומות, אמר נשיא קניה ונתניהו השיב, ישראל מוכנה לשתף פעולה עם מדיניות, עם מדינות אפריקניות במאבק נגד הטרור האיסלאמי. פרסום ראשון, בצה"ל מעוניינים להוציא את המורות החיילות מאחריות ההצבה, כך נודע לכתבנו טל אברהם. המשמעות היא שהאחריות על המורות החיילות לא תהיה של צה"ל, והחיילות יושאלו לגוף אחר שטרם נקבע מיהו. בנוסף קוצצו 200 תקנים נוספים של מורות חיילות והמספר העדכני יעמוד על 400. בימים האחרונים קיבלו מועמדות לגיוס הודעה על ביטול המיונים הצפויים. הליגה נגד השמצה בארצות הברית דורשת הבהרות מהרבנות הראשית בעקבות הפרסום בגל"צ שלפיו נמשכת אפליית יוצאי אתיופיה ברישום לנישואין בפתח תקווה. כתבנו אוריה אלקיים ממשיך לעקוב. מדובר בעניין חמור ומקומם המפלה את קהילת יוצאי אתיופיה בישראל אשר עברו גיור אורתודוקסי כדת וכדין בחסות המדינה כתבה הליגה נגד השמצה לרב לאו וקרא לו להתערב מיד ולמנוע אפליה בפתח תקווה ובכל מקום אחר בישראל בלש מתחנת זבולון ירה למוות בכלב מסוג אמסטף שאיים לתקוף בלש אחר במהלך חיפוש בביתו של עבריין מוכר בקריית ים. המשטרה נמסר לכתבנו קובי מנדל שהכלב זינק לעבר הבלש. מזג האוויר היום עדיין צפוי גשם מקומי ברובו קל, ולסיום, לראשונה המגילות הגנוזות עולות לרשת. כתבתנו שירה הדס נקר. הדוח שהגיע לידינו מצביע על ירקות. סביבת עבודה אינטרנטית חדשה תסייע בפיצוח מגילות ים המלח. אלפי קטעי מגילות בנות אלפיים שנה נסרקו לרשת, והגולשים יוכלו לנסות למצוא צירופים חדשים כדי לפענח את הכתוב בהן. בנוסף יצאו כלים לניתוח וכן כישורים של מלל וצילום שיאפשרו מעבר קל בין המאגרים. הסריקה נעשתה בשיתוף פעולה של חוקרים גרמנים עם רשות העתיקות ואוניברסיטאות תל אביב וחיפה. ואלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר.
J.M. in the A.M. That was uh, Ari Goldwag here at your Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Rock Who is the name of the song. It's from his album Am Echad, One Nation. Before that, we heard Yamale P. performed by Levi Falkowitz from the album of compositions by Shlomo Yehuda Rechnitz here at J.M. in the A.M. It's a Tuesday morning. It is the 23rd of February, 2016, the 14th of Adar Aleph, Tufshin Ayin Vav. It is a leap year. We have two Adars. Purim, one month from today. Today is Purim Katan, and we have been trying to throw in some appropriate music. We'll hear Ishihudi from Schwebel, Scharf, and Levine coming up next here at JM in the AM. Stay tuned at 7.30, Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk, and then we'll have some special guests we'll introduce you to. They are in the building now. I'm on the fourth floor, so I hope they, uh, if they're hearing this, maybe they, uh, maybe they won't be totally lost in the building, because they're probably going to the second floor. Oh, here they are. JM and the AM for this uh, Tuesday. We'll introduce our special guests in about 20 minutes, so stay tuned. 38 degrees, cloudy skies right now here in Jersey City. And we are expecting a wet day, a wet couple of days, actually. So, uh... That's life. Showers this morning, steady rain during the afternoon, high 42 for tonight, a steady rain in the evening. Showers continuing overnight, low 37. Wednesday, rain, wind. Showers early will become a steady soaking rain later in the day. Thunder is possible, high near 50 tomorrow, so at least there's that. Tomorrow night, windy with periods of rain, thunder early, low near 50. Thursday, partly cloudy in the morning, cloudy skies in the afternoon as well, high near 55. And Erev Shabbos, mostly sunny and windy, high 41. Right now here in Jersey City, we are uh, experiencing a steady barometer. 30 point, actually it went down a bit, 30.29, 75% humidity. That's weird, that dropped a bit too. Wind out of the north-northeast at 10 miles an hour. So uh, with 36 degrees, it feels like 28 and cloudy skies. And in Jerusalem right now, rain showers and 49 degrees. 7.16 on this Tuesday morning at your Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Nachum is off. My name is Mayor Furtig. Did you hear Benjamin Siegel yesterday? Did he do an amazing job? He did. If you missed it, you can go back and check the archives. Benjamin Siegel did an amazing, amazing job yesterday here at JM in the AM. Tomorrow, Mayor Weingarten will be here. No doubt he will do an excellent job as well, because he always does. Hey, I trained him myself. No, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't say that. Uh, but he uh, he always does do an amazing job. So um, we will uh, look forward to that as well. Stay tuned after 9 o'clock today. We've got a full day of programming on the uh, Nahum Siegel Network, an encore presentation at 9 o'clock of the OU Presents the Jewish Reaction. Nahum hosts that. That was a panel discussion with... Uh, People from the OU, I was still actually working there at the time. Uh, this is in honor of the Jewish Action 30th anniversary. And there was a, uh, a great issue of Jewish Action put out by Nehemiah Carmel and the staff of the magazine. And uh, they came in with Rabbi Weinreb, and I don't remember who else was there. But, oh, Jerry Schreck, of course. Jerry, the uh, chairman of the OU, uh, of the Jewish Action Commission at the OU with Nehemiah Carmel the indefatigable editor of the magazine, discussing the 30th anniversary edition. Coming up uh, at 10 o'clock today on the Nachum Siegel Network, Mark Zomik's album of the week. This week it's The Chevra. Live lunch with ZK from 11 to 1. Court report with Elliot Weiselberg from 7 to 8 tonight. The top nine at 9 with Yossi Zweig from 9 to 10. You can vote. Go to uh, Facebook. Uh, go to, I guess, the NachumSiegel.com website. And you can vote for the top nine at nine. And then an encore presentation 
of this program from midnight to three on the Nachum Siegel Network. And on the court report, Elliot Weiselberg advises he'll take a look at all the upsets that have occurred in this year's playoffs in the Yeshiva League. Every league has seen one, apparently. So tune in. Elliot Weiselberg always does a great job with the court report looking at Yeshiva sports on the Nachum Siegel Network. So you'll want to tune, tune over to the Internet at 9 o'clock if you're listening on the radio right now, which we certainly appreciate. But uh, at 9 o'clock, all the action continues at NachumSiegel.com and at jmandtheam.org. JM and the AM, Nachum is off. I'm Mayor Fertig. 91.1 FM, 90.1 in the Catskills, 91.9 in Rockland County and around the world on the web, jmandtheam.org. Or by Dovah Goldwasser coming up at 7.30. And then our special guests, stay tuned. It's an overcast morning, but we're having fun here on the fourth floor at WFMU, it's JM in the AM for a Tuesday.
شهودی هایا به شوشن هبی را شوشن هبی را شوشن هبی شوشن هبی شوشن هبی را بشم او مردخای بن یا ایر بن شمی بن کششمی می بشم او مردخای بن یا ایر بن شمی بن
Friday night, it's his first time ever there. He's strapped into his knapsack with his long and curly hair. He stood there for a while. Tears. The men were dancing there, their hearts so full of love. They sang such happy tunes to thank the one above, showing them the way, for giving them a day to rest, rejoice, peace of mind, to pray. Just one Shabbos and we'll all be free.
Bubba Mises, the Jewish puppet rock band. I don't know. You can't really tell they're puppets on the air. It doesn't sound like it to me. That was the Salam medley, and before that, the English medley here at JM and the AM. At this time, each and every Monday through Thursday, really Sunday through Thursday, we return to our good friend Rabbi David Goldwasser. We call this Morning Chizuk. Good morning. Today is Purim Cotton. We learn in Mishnayis Megillah. There is no difference between the first Adar and the second Adar, except for the reading of the Megillah, and giving gifts to the poor. However, the Simcha, the happiness and rejoicing, takes place on the first Adar as well. The Sefer Oitzer Archeayadus cites that we conduct ourselves in a festive manner, during the first Adar, on both the 14th and the 15th, it is Purim Katan and Shushan Purim Katan. These are days of Simcha, in which we should increase our eating and our drinking. It's called Purim Katan, in order to make a distinction between Purim Godol, which happens in the second Adar. It is considered to be forbidden in most communities to deliver a eulogy or to make a tainus, to make a fast. Because as we learned, it says in the Mishnah, The only difference between the first Adar and the second Adar is, The reading of the Megillah and the giving gifts to the poor. This forum cite another occasion, which was called Purim Katon. That would be when a particular community was in danger, and they were saved miraculously, so they would choose that particular day, to thank Hashem and to praise Hashem for the miracle that they experienced. This, too, was called Purim Katan. The Sochet Shavarebbe used to relate the following story. In Krakow, there was a person that used to become intoxicated often. He had a habit that a month before Purim and a month after Purim, he would stay drunk. He gave the reason. He said, Haman, he wasn't foolish. He knew it would be impossible to kill all the Jews in a single day or two. It would require at least a month or two in order to kill them. However, he was afraid that the Jews would be saved miraculously, that Hashem would perform for us a miracle, and that day, which was supposed to be a day of tragedy, would be turned into a day of great simcha and joy. And therefore, Haman limited it to a specific day, so just in case it should turn into a festive occasion, the Jews would have only one day. The drunkard would continue, why do I have to go along with Haman's plan? This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Thank you, Rabbi Goldwasser. Take care of that cold. Good morning, everybody. Nachum is off. My name is Mayor Fertig. 7.35 on this Tuesday morning, the 23rd of February, 2016. The 14th day of Adar Aleph. It is Purim Katan, as Rabbi Goldwasser said. And uh, here at JM in the AM, we are trying to throw in some appropriate music as we uh, as we work our way along. 7.35 here at JM in the AM. And uh, we have some guests in the studio, and we have a precedent being set because it's been a long-standing rule 
here at JM and the AM that the uh, the fill-ins, the subs for Nachum, do not interview anybody. It never happens. We just always do a morning uh, a music show, let everybody enjoy the music. It's a nice morning, and there are so many great causes that are spotlighted on JM and the AM all the time. And every now and then we switch gears and do an all music show. So we are breaking a long-standing rule here at JM and the AM today, but only because of the esteem of uh, of Mr. Joel Glazer and the high esteem in which he is held here. Um, I, his students are smiling, but I'm serious about this. Mr. Glazer, you might want to just move the mic down a little bit closer to your mouth, and let's say good morning to everybody. Good morning to everybody. As, uh, as a start, I'd like to thank Nachum well, Siegel for allowing us this period of time, and for you, be willing to do the interview. It's my pleasure. We should explain to everybody that you are a history teacher of long standing at the Brewer High School for Girls in, in Elizabeth, New Jersey. And the purpose of our conversation this morning is to tell everybody about a really remarkable project that you've been doing for many years at, uh, at Brewer uh, that has taken on the, I guess, informal or maybe by now formal name of the Holocaust Museum. And it is, it is a remarkable project. Could you give us a brief thumbnail sketch of what that is? Well, first I'd like to mention the impetus for the uh, for the museum. Uh, we, I've been fooling around with uh, ways to you know, teach history for a long time, and especially to teach the uh, the period of World War II, the Holocaust, the creation of modern state of Israel, and uh, the beginning of this uh, particular century. I took a trip with a group, the OU, to Israel. We were the largest group at the time. Uh, they were having a lot of difficulty with uh, violence in the country. And as a result, we were invited, because we were a large group that summer, the largest group to go, to the prime minister's office to meet the prime minister of Israel. Mm-hmm. And um, I walked into the office, and it's quite an interesting little story. I walked into his office and um, I never thought we'd meet him, so I started taking pictures. And by the time I was done taking pictures, people, everybody was seated. And the only thing left were two uh, very cushy leather seats at the table. Please don't tell me you sat in the prime minister's seat. Uh, next to him. Oh, okay. And I sat next to him. I thought for sure your next words were going to be, yes, I sat in the prime minister's seat. I think people might have detected a difference. But <laughs> I sat in the seat, and it was very comfortable, by the way. And we had a conversation. I was talking to the Prime Minister of Israel, and I asked him the question, how do you feel about the way the press treats Israel? And he said to me, look, we have a responsibility, those of us who live in Israel, protect the land of Israel, and your responsibility is to protect us. Which Prime Minister was speaking? Ariel Sharon. Wow. And... uh he said, anything you could do would be appreciated for the land of Israel. I know Nachum does a lot for the land of Israel. Well, he just came back. And I know. So did I. I was there also. Oh. Uh, I wasn't on the air because I was in... We were there at the same time? I, I don't know. I was there in January. Uh, 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 at any rate, uh, he said, you know, he would appreciate anything we could do. And somehow it began to germinate. I think people need to know the facts. You know, things like uh, Israel was not created in the minds of people in 1947 <laughs> right. or 1893 or in the 1920s. It's been around for thousands of years. In addition to that, I think people are not familiar with the uh, developments that led to the modern state of Israel. 
consequently, uh, somehow it evolved that we would put together a museum from scratch every year. The museum would take us from uh, the Balfour Declaration mm-hmm. to the modern state of Israel. And in between, we'd cover World War II, the Shoah, the aftermath, right on the money. Wait wait a second. Hold on. So in that case, it's even more important that we introduce the other people who are here. Because if they could pull together a museum in two weeks, the least we could do is say hello to them. And so, we, I should tell you, there's a structure. We have two yeah. curators. One is a curator for the overall museum. Mm-hmm. One is a curator for something we introduced this year uh, in memory of those who started the JAC in Berea. Hmm. And we also have uh, a young lady who is in charge of a program called 1.5 that we began last year in memory of the 1.5 children killed during the Holocaust. So why don't we introduce everybody? First of all, we'll, we'll let them introduce ourselves. Ladies, uh, going from, let's say, from my right to your left, you first, why don't you step up to the mic and say hi and tell us your name, where you're from, and your role in this museum. Hi, my name is Rivka Hirsch. I'm from Passaic, and I'm the curator of for the new museum this year, and what we tried to do is explain mm-hmm. the history of Rapinchas Mordechai Tights, the founder of the JC, right? And Mrs. Newman, who was the steam principal for Mrs. Newman, sure, mm-hmm. of our school. And we wanted to really like show the school and all the girls in and now that we go to Bury every day, and like we think of it as like oh modern school, but really it has a very long legacy, and it's a very esteemed school and it has a, a really long history. We wanted to like explain and show the school, show the girls. To that we are carrying on the Missora and the legacy of the Tights family and of Mrs. Newman and, and to really show how our Berea School came back. Very nice. And we're going to come back to that. I want to hear more about that. Our next guest, please. Hi, um, I'm Alana Markowitz. I'm from Bergenfield, New Jersey. In Bergenfield, hello. Um, so I'm in charge of the 1.5 Tzedakah Project, mm-hmm. which is basically in memory of the 1.5 million children who were killed in the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. And the goal is to raise 1.5 million pennies, which is $15,000, and the money is going to three different places. One is Crib Efra, which is an organization in Israel that um, supplies money to women who are thinking about having an abortion Mm -hmm. so that they have enough money to have the baby and support it instead of having an abortion. And the other organization is Beit al-Zraki, which is a a home in Israel that takes in underprivileged children or children who come from a bad home or bad experiences, and they help them become independent adults to continue on in the world. And the other part of the money goes to the JEC Scholarship Program. Very nice. Okay, and our third guest, please. Um, hello, I'm Ariella Chomsky, and I also live in Passaic, and I'm the curator for the overall Holocaust Museum. Very nice. Um, the, so you really are the person, Ariella, who pulled this whole thing together in two weeks? Um, I mean, I, I assume Mr. Glazer was just standing on the sidelines. <laughs> Mr. Glazer did offer advice from time to time, but I mean, I also have a lovely staff who helped me along the way. Ariel, move a little closer to the microphone, please. I'm sorry. Uh, so you were saying? Oh yeah. Um, yes, I'm in. I'm in control of the whole museum, and Mr. Glazer did offer advice, and I also have a great staff who helped me. Okay. Thank you. So it sounds like you did an awful lot of work, all of you in just a very short amount of time. Um, Mr. Glazer, I, I know that you have uh, done this many times, but uh, obviously for, for your staff here, this was all new. 
Um, how do you go about laying the groundwork for them to just go and do this in a couple of weeks? Well, what's interesting is the sophomores walk through mm -hmm. and the freshmen walk through. So they anticipate what's coming uh, the following year. Ah, so you ladies are juniors? Something they're going to be doing. So it's not like I have to really explain it to them. They know it. They see it. And it, an interesting point is that every year it's different because we start from scratch. Right. For example, this year we have some outstanding projects that we never had before. We have a girl who did a, a portrait of Anne Frank using the words from her diary to make the portrait. M like micro micrography? Is that what it's called? I'm not sure. I'm really not. Uh, okay. You've seen that Judaica stuff with yeah. like Shira Shirim and yeah, all that but stuff. I don't know because you can make things yeah. up occasionally. So <laughs> I don't know if you're doing it now. I'm really not. <laughs> okay. I'm really not. So uh, let me ask uh, Ariella first if you could tell us what are the highlights of the museum this year? Um, well, definitely we have a lot of great projects this year. Like Mr. Glazer mentioned, the Anne Frank portrait. Right. And also one girl made um, a model of a death march with like tiny wire people and she spent over an hour on each figure so wow definitely that um and also uh, there was like a model crematorium built as well um and there's like war vapor coming out of the smokestacks so that sounds very very intense actually yes. is this is this open to the public on any level uh yes it is how how's that um, well, I'm, if you call the school, you can schedule a tour, and we'll also be giving tours from time to time. Okay, so is it open to the community? Yeah. Okay, and, but they have to do the same. People in Elizabeth and, and mm -hmm. Hillside, they have to do the right. same thing. They have to call the school and set up a tour? Yeah. Unless, of course, they have a student in the school, in which <laughs> case they can just kind of waltz in at their leisure, I uh -huh. suppose. Um, okay, uh, let's turn to, uh, to uh, Ilana Markowitz from Bergenfield, right? Yeah. Got that. And you're in charge of the 1.5 million pennies project. You were you were saying that you're going to raise $15,000 for three causes. What are you doing to do to, to accomplish that? Um so we actually have a part in the museum at the end of the museum that's like dedicated to 1.5. So there's a table with a ton of pictures of kids that start like pictures of kids from the Holocaust through the mm -hmm. Holocaust after the Holocaust in Israel up until today. Kids all over the world learning, playing, eating, everything. And there's actually a basket that last year, I believe, Tolly Weisinger made. And she glued down pennies, like the entire basket is covered in pennies. And it's on the table, and people can fill it up as they please. And we count the money. And we are also in the process of setting up a website. It's not up yet, but it's in the process. Mm -hmm. So hopefully we'll get that up soon that so people can donate online. Um, if anyone wants to send in rolls of pennies or coins or anything, really we're taking, the focus is on the pennies because the 1.5 million pennies, right. but we'll take any type of coins, bills, checks. Any currency. Any currency. Um, so if anyone wants to mail in pennies, they can mail it into Peria. Um, I, if, that's, that's expensive. I don't know yeah. if anybody's going to be doing that, but they might <laughs> send a check. Right. You could send a check. Um, or if you want to drop it off in like any of the communities in New Jersey where mm -hmm. you know kids from Berea go, right. you can contact the school and we would tell you where to drop oh, it that's off. That's cool. So people can bring it in. Um, so yeah. We how, do, how do people contact the school? Um, I guess. Does anybody know the phone number? Yeah, 908 355 4850. 908 355 
4850. Very good. Our guests, our guests are, to recap, Mr. Joel Glazer. He's a longtime history teacher at the Brewer High School for Girls in Elizabeth, New Jersey. His students, Ariella Chomsky, Alana Markowitz, and, and uh, Rivka Hirsch are here. And they are discussing the Holocaust Museum. It's an intensive and extensive uh, historical survey project that uh, Mr. Glazer conducts every year in the school. And it really, I've walked through it a bunch of times, not this year, but in the past. And it is a, uh, a really a remarkable piece of work. And now I've been stunned to find out that all of this work is done in only two weeks, which is simply amazing to me. Um, Rivka Hirsch, uh, could you tell us a little bit more about the JEC Breweria Museum project that you're working on, that you're leading? I assume you each of you have committees and other people yeah, who are working yeah, with you. I have, a, I have a staff of four girls who so, really helped me put this together. Wh- why don't you be the first to, to credit, to thank your staff publicly, if you don't mind, if okay, you could, um, don't forget anybody. Thank but. you to Mir Shafi, Rifki Alberger, Rifki Taraballo, and Arielle Adler. Thanks so much. Um, so what we tried to do is we sort of split the, this part of the museum into two sections, mm-hmm. one about Rip Pinchas Mordechai Taitz's life and history, and the other half is about, like, Berea throughout the decades. So we've, we have a timeline, like, detailing Rav Taitz's incredible accomplishments because not only did he found the JC, but he was also the chief rabbi of Elizabeth, mm-hmm. and he helped the Soviet Jewry and, like, a lot of other amazing things he did for American Jewry. So we focus on that, and we have, like, specific exhibits um, around, like, the different things he did. And then we also show how Berea went from, like, a really small school to the, like, um, incredible, like, we have almost 90 girls in my grade today. So it's, it really grew over the right. past, like, 50-so years that it's been open. And we also focus on Mrs. Newman and her incredible um, accomplishments with regards to Berea. And, yeah, and we also wanted to, the goal is really to have the girls in Berea have Hakar Satov for the Tights family and all the founders of the school and the administration and everyone who worked so hard throughout the years to make Berea the place that it is today. Whose idea was this, Mr. Glazer? Whose idea is what? Was the uh, JEC Brewer portion of this project? Mine. Okay. <laughs> it's a wonderful idea. Okay. Well, I'm telling the truth. I mean, that's what it is. Rivka, could you tell us what is the most amazing... You're from Passaic, right? So yeah. you're you're not... You didn't grow up in Elizabeth. You just happened to go to school there for the last couple of years. Did you, you, did you go to the JEC also? No. Okay. So you're a relative newcomer to Elizabeth. Yeah. I think... I'm pretty sure, based on experience, you have to be in Elizabeth for at least 35 years to be considered a regular. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, what is the most amazing... The single... I, give me one thing. What's the most amazing thing you've learned about the uh, history of the community? I think that it's it's really that the community of Elizabeth is a very unique community mm-hmm. in that it's it, it was started in like 1881 and then when Rabbi Tights came he really took it from a small Jewish community with like uh, like one Orthodox shul or two Orthodox shuls and he made it into this like huge not only is it like a, a big Jewish community today but it also is one of the it houses one of the foremost Jewish education centers in America where the gir- where girls and boys grow up with world-class education and also a strong Torah background. So I think that coming into that school, I already, I knew about the great education, but I didn't realize the legacy that was behind it and the Mesorah. So I think that was really incredible to learn. Okay. Uh, Ariella, you're the curator of the entire museum. Uh, obviously, this is, an, is a learning experience. That's what mm-hmm. it's intended to be for you and all of your classmates. Um, so first, and before you start my, before you answer my question, you can just please thank your 
team uh, to make sure that they get the proper credit. But if you could tell me, what is something that you've learned as you've been through this that is really just the thing, something that's just going to stick with you, that's really mind-boggling to you? Okay, so first I'd like to thank uh, Nechama Novik, Ashira Pollock, Jennifer Burko, Michal Berger, and of course the lovely Nishama Fournier. And I'm not lovely. Sorry, Jewish <laughs> comedy album. Anyway, Mr. Um, Glazer gets it. Well, the foremost thing I've learned from this whole experience, I mean, I've learned about the Holocaust before, mm -hmm. but like having to like face it and build it and build something to teach other people about it has made it really personal for me. And one of the things that like I couldn't understand, like how people could do such a thing, but also at the Nuremberg trials, how most of them denied it. And that was just so striking to me. And yeah. Is that reflected in your exhibit? Um, I'd like to think so. Is there is there a particular point in the exhibit that is the mo that the the most work went into that is the most wow? Uh, I think it's equally just distributed across the museum. Diplomatically stated, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and. Uh, Ilana Markowitz, uh, if you could thank your committee, please. Um, yeah, so thank you so much to Bina Davidson, Ashley Eliazada, Atara Goldstein, and Sapir Kent. Um, they're my assigned staff, but mm -hmm. also a huge thank you goes out to Rachel Kosen, Rachel Goldstein, Ariel Wenig, and Shira Hershowitz. They helped me set up um, the exhibit in the museum. And also a huge shout-out to, I can't list all of them, there are so many people, mm -hmm. who helped count all the coins. Oh, there are wow. a lot of them. There are really a lot, and there's still more, and there's still more, hopefully, that are going to come in. Mr. Glazer, they don't have a, a, a change counting machine at the JEC? I was hoping you'd uh, contribute a, uh, <laughs> that's, a machine. That's uh, unlikely. That's not going to happen. No, I'm afraid not. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Mr. Glazer, as, as this project has evolved over the years, as you've seen class after class take this original vision of yours and implement it in their own way, put their own stamp on it. How has it evolved for you? How, do you, has, has how you present it changed year to year? Uh, basically not because, the, as I said before, the students who are sophomores and freshmen already think about things they're going to do for the museum. They, really? I, I hear them saying it in awe. Wait till I get to do this museum. I mean, some of the things that have occurred... Every year mm -hmm. are so unique. I mean, this year the the wired people, the uh, and Frank. Last year we had uh, a beautiful uh, uh, portrait of twins, uh, actually a panorama of of Joseph Mengele's twins. It was designed by a girl who was a twin, oh, and wow. interspersed in it was a picture of her and her sister. In with Mengele's twins, it was extremely powerful. And when mm -hmm. the girls walked by, it was dead silence when they looked at it. One year, we had a girl who took broken glass and made a picture of a girl with a tear coming down. It's called Holoc uh, It was called Kristallnacht. Wow! These things happen every year, and that's why it's new every year. And they never cease to amaze me. People talk about teachers burning out. I don't feel that way because every year is new and every year is exciting. And every day I come to class, right. there's an excitement. I've been doing this for over 50 years. I was going to say, now that you're almost 50. No. That was a joke, right? <laughs> 
I miss you, you know? Ever since we moved, I miss schmoozing with you. This is fun for me. Oh, this is this so. is good. Just call me once in a while. We'll talk. <laughs> it, it, really, it really is an amazing project. And like I said, I've seen it a number of times. And I, I, I haven't seen everything that you... Uh, you know, that you're talking about. I haven't seen all the nuances and how it's developed, but it, it really is powerful. The truth is that anybody who uh, wants to pick up the phone and call the school and set up an opportunity to see this thing, it is worthwhile. How long is it going to be set up? Uh, just one thing before I forget. I want to thank Sue Rifkin for driving us here. Sue, I don't know if you know, I, is the coach of a, I, I, an award-winning team of girls who are very exciting uh, absolutely. to watch. And uh, she's here, and I didn't want to forget uh, mentioning her. Now, what was your question again? My question was, uh, how long is this going to be set up? For what? How long will people have an opportunity we, to see it? Well, we hope to have it up this week for sure. Mm -hmm. We're having tours this week and possibly a part of next week. But the idea is we don't want it to be permanent except the one with uh, the Prail Tights Newman segment. Is We're that going to become permanent? We hope to make something permanent. Hopefully it will spread to the boys' school too. And we'll have... Yeah, a really nice exhibit that's mm -hmm. permanent in the school, so they know the legacy of the school. I don't, I don't know if that answers your question. No, absolutely. So what, what you're saying to me then is, Rifka, this, this could turn, turn into a paying job for you after high school. <laughs> you could awesome. become the curator of a real museum. That would be really cool. <laughs> <laughs> have, have any of you guys... Uh, By the way, they're yeah. not salaried now. Yes, I, uh, <laughs> I am aware. Uh, the opposite, actually. <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't say that. <laughs> Uh, ha have any of you uh, had any experiences, uh, not specifically related to your subject matter, but uh, in terms of putting together an exhibit, what have you learned from this? A anything that, you, that you're taking away from this that you'll take into your f future education, your future life? Um, well, for me at least, I've learned uh, how to like organize people mm -hmm. and that most people don't do what you tell them to do and you have to chase them down and tell them to do it again. Well... As you'll see later in life, uh, salary does have an impact on uh, that. Okay. So uh, okay, well that's that's wonderful. Um, any any parting words? Any other thoughts, Mr. Glazer, that you like I to share? I think you did a great job. Oh, well, thank I you. Really, I really appreciate I didn't know I was being graded. Also, there's a future for you here. Excellent. I'm telling Excellent. you. Excellent. I have to tell you, uh, this is an opportunity for me to say this publicly without violating violating anybody's privacy, Mr. Glazer. I just want everybody to know what an amazing teacher you are. And how you reached out, how you reach out and extend yourself to students when when it is important to do so, and really go above and beyond. So, uh, just an opportunity for me to say that publicly. Oh, thank you so much. I mean, I like to feel that any one of these students could be my daughter, and I have three daughters, and I have taught my three daughters at Bruria. So, mm -hmm. uh, and, and two therapy has two worked all that out. Um, was that a joke again? <laughs> <laughs> You're a funny guy. Wow, coming from you. <laughs> anyway, so it, really, I, I really did just want to say that. And I, I want to thank you all for coming in. And uh, this, is, this is a worthwhile thing to see. I assume there will be... Uh I assume there'll be pictures on social media from the JC of this project. We hope to have pictures of today. Oh, pictures yeah, but of this is project too. Well, this isn't very interesting standing in a radio studio shooting the breeze, it you know. Sure, it sure is interesting. You did a great job. Like I said, thanks. So, so when can I expect my written grade? We'll, we'll do it again. <laughs>
<laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you to everybody who's here today. Rivka Hirsch of Passaic. She is the uh, the curator of the JEC Bruya portion of the exhibit. Thank you to Ilana Markowitz of Bergenfield. She is curating the 1.5 million pennies portion of this, right? And Arielle Chomsky of Passaic also. And she is the overall curator. Thank you to Coach Rifkin, who uh, was the uh, the wheels today, my former neighbor. And uh, Mr. Joel Glazer, history teacher extraordinaire at the J- at the Bruya High School for Girls in Elizabeth. Thank you all very much. And thank you, too. It was my pleasure. It is a Tuesday morning here at JM in the AM. We are tu- You are tuned to America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, around uh, 91.9 on the FM dial in Rockland County, and around the world on the web, jmintheam.org. And let's continue with something from the two-CD uh, two set, Sheer, composed by Shlomo Yehuda Rechnitz, this is uh, track two. Let's listen to this and enjoy it here at your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Amen. 
It is from uh, the double uh, CD album, Sheer, composed by Shlomo Yehuda Rechnitz. And uh, that one was uh, sung by Mordechai Ben David and Mati Steinmetz, arranged by Moshe Laufer, choir arranged by Eli Laufer. And uh, that is a phenomenal two-CD set. If you uh, have a chance to pick it up, it is actually really worthwhile. Quite a nice set of compositions by Shlomo Yehuda Rechnitz. J.M. and the A.M. on Tuesday, the 23rd of February, 2016. 14th of Adar, Aleph, Tufshin Ayin Vav, 5776. Today is Purim Katan. Good morning, everybody. Nachum is off. My name is Mayor Fertig, and I hope you enjoyed our guests just now uh, from Bruyag High School for Girls, our friend Joel Glazer, three young ladies accompanied by uh, Coach Susan Rifkin, and uh, always a pleasure to see her. Always a pleasure to see Mr. Glazer. And I uh, hope you enjoyed that uh, little piece about the uh, annual Holocaust Museum at Bruria. We have a Tehillim request. Rivka Bas Esther Rachel is in need of your tefillot. Rivka 
Bas Esther Rachel in need of a Rafur Shalema. So if you have a Tehillim list, if you regularly say Tehillim, or if you would take a, just a couple of minutes, just take two minutes and uh, say a prayer, she needs a Rafur Shalema. Want to say hello to everybody at uh, the amazing Yeshiva University Model UN program that is underway right now, an annual event. They call it Yunmun. Yunmun. Yeshiva University Model UN. And it is, uh, it is underway at a hotel in Connecticut. Hundreds of high schoolers from schools around the United States, hundreds of high schoolers from Yeshiva high schools around the United States, and I believe Canada, and definitely a spot or two in, I think, South America. I don't remember all the details as I uh, as they were related to me from David Fertig, but uh, he and hundreds of others are having a great time. And uh, we got a nice note uh, from Mark Zarnest, who is the, uh, the coach of the TABC team, and uh, letting us know that everything is working very nicely, that the boys are taking a leadership role and behaving uh, with really sounds like exceptional derecherets and uh, really making everybody very proud. And I hope uh, everybody from every parent from every school can say the same. But the uh, the Yeshiva University Model UN program is an amazing, amazing piece of work for high school students, and I hope they're enjoying it to to their fullest. 8.11 on this Tuesday morning. And let's continue. This is Chabad 2 with Moshe Laufer at your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
JM in the AM with Yidl, with uh, Oso Hasman here at JM in the AM. That's from uh, that's from his album. I think it's called Yidl. Hmm. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Before that, La Yehudim from Yossi Green, in honor of Purim Katan. The MBD medley from the Hask Volume 26 album, the 2013 concert. Al Hanisim before that from Shmuli. And Nigun Simcha from Chabad Volume 2 with Moishi Laufer. All that this past half hour here at JM in the AM. Nachum is off. My name is Mayor Furtick. Thank you for starting your day with JM in the AM. It is the uh, 23rd, the 23rd of February, 2016. The 14th of Adar Aleph, so Purim Katan today. And uh, as I mentioned, we are trying to celebrate appropriately without getting too carried away because we, I feel like we should save the, uh, the big party for for Purim proper, one month from now. 
Mayor Weingarten here tomorrow, so we are in the midst of Mayor Madness here at JM in the AM. Benjamin Siegel was here yesterday. Did you hear that excellent performance? A uh, a natural talent. Not kidding, by the way. Not kidding at all. Very talented, that young Mr. Siegel. Like father, like son, thank God. JM in the AM on a, uh, on a Tuesday, 8.33... Let's tell you what the uh, meteorological predictions are for the day, in case you haven't had the opportunity yet to look out the window all by yourself. <laughs> it's pre- pretty overcast. We could even see that from the uh, from the fourth floor studios here at WFMU. I thank God there are windows, because certainly the natural light isn't much to write home about. 40 and cloudy right now. <laughs> 40 degrees and cloudy right now here in Jersey City. And uh, the forecast for today, frankly, wet. Rain is likely, high of 42. Could even see about a half an inch of rain. Tonight, early rain, then remaining cloudy with showers overnight, lows 37. Tomorrow, showers in the morning, then windy with a steady rain in the afternoon. Thunderstorm is possible, high around 50 for Wednesday. Rain and wind tomorrow night. Again, thunder is possible early on, low near 50. And for Thursday, mostly cloudy. And a high of around 55 for Erev Shabbos. Windy with a few clouds from time to time, but more chilly. High just 41. Right now here in Jersey City, New Jersey, the barometer's at 30.32. 85% humidity. The wind's out of the north-northeast at 13 miles an hour. And uh, some people are starting to report rain in the area. We have cloudy skies where we are and 40 degrees, heading up to a high of just 42 and in the wonderful city of Yerushalayim, mostly cloudy now and 49 degrees. In Netanya, they've got partly cloudy skies and 64. Speaking of Israel, on this Purim Katan, let's take an opportunity to uh, say hello to everybody on the most aptly named street that I encountered during my recent trip. And uh, that street is Esther Hamalka Street. And uh, we'll say hello to everybody on Esther Hamalka Street, particularly Leora Fertig and all of her classmates at Mechlelet Mivaseret Yerushalayim, a.k.a. M.M.Y. And uh, say hello to Rabbi Katz and everybody there, Rabbi David Katz. And everybody on Esther Hamalka Street because it's Purim Katan. So why wouldn't? We say hello to everybody on Esther Hamalka Street on Purim Katan. I'm just saying. It just seems like the perfect opportunity if you're going to single out any one street in the city of Jerusalem right now. If you're going to single out any street, it would clearly be Esther Hamalka Street on uh, on this Purim Katan, 14th of Adar Aleph, Tufshin Ayin Vav. We're going to continue with the music coming up here at JM and the AM. We'll go to something from Voices for Israel. This is uh, the song Power to Be. Just waiting for it to continue, finish loading here in our system. Uh, it is uh, really one of the most powerful songs. Hakoach Liot from, uh, from the uh, album Voices for Israel, produced uh, a bunch of years back by our good friend Mr. Jordan Gorfinkel. And here it is, your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program, 91.1.
FM 90.1 in the Catskills, 91.9 in Rockland County, around the world on jmtheam.org. And uh, here we are, Voices for Israel, JM and the AM, Tuesday.
JM in the AM, Yoli Greenfield with Chavivin. Before that, we heard David Ross with Power to Be from the Voices for Israel double, uh, double CD, double album. And that is uh, one of my favorite songs. JM in the AM on a Tuesday, 846 on this February 23rd, 14th of Adar Aleph. Purim Katan. Happy Purim Katan, everybody. And thank you for uh, starting your day with JM in the AM. We have only about 14 minutes left, but that doesn't mean, that doesn't even begin to mean that the programming is over on the Nachum Siegel Network, because it's certainly not. We have an entire day of programming Coming up, so stay tuned. If you're listening to the radio right now, thank you, and you're going to want to make sure to make that switch at 9 o'clock to hear the uh, Nachum Siegel Network online. Coming up at 9, an encore presentation of the OU Presents the Jewish Reaction. Nachum hosts that. That's from 9 to 10. Features a panel discussion about the 30th anniversary issue of the amazing Jewish Action magazine. Mark Zomik's album of the week, The Chevra, from 10 to 11. Mark presents that between 10 and 11 this morning, Eastern. Tuesday, live lunch with ZK from 11 to 1. And uh, a court, the court report with Elliot Weiselberg goes on tonight at 7 o'clock. In between the uh, live lunch and the court report is, of course, the great Jewish music mix on the Nachum Siegel Network. Elliot Weiselberg again at 9 with uh, with a look at all of the upsets that have occurred in this year's playoffs in the Yeshiva League. Yeshiva Leagues. He says every league has been affected by an upset. So Elliot Weiselberg will talk about that between 7 and 8 tonight on the Nachum Siegel Network's court report program. And that is always a fantastic job by Elliot, so stay tuned. Then Yassi Zweig brings us the top nine at nine, between 9 and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. And you can go online to NachumSiegel.com and vote. And then be sure to tune in at 9 p.m. to hear Yassi's top nine at nine. And then at from midnight to three, an encore presentation of this program, if you missed anything. If you missed, for instance, any part of our fascinating conversation with uh, Joel Glazer and the young ladies from Bruria, you can tune in at midnight. And hear that, or of course, you could hear it all day long at uh, your leisure. It is available on demand on the archive page. Not long after the show concludes, it'll go up. Certainly, I guess, within about a half hour or so, it should be available. Twelve minutes before nine o'clock, so this show is drawing to a close. Let's hear from Aryeh Kunstler, your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
an oldie, Judea, the world to come. Before that, Hashem Svasai here at JM in the AM. Wrapping things up, just a couple of minutes to go. Let's close with uh, with a personal favorite and a favorite of Chani Fertig. This is Se'u uh, Yedechem Kodesh from Bitachon at your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Oh. Uh-huh.
Strains of Bitachon will tell you you're tuned to America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Heard and listener sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County 91.9 on the FM dial, and around the world on the web, jmandtheam.org. Sometimes the muscle memory fails you. Well, that's it for this Tuesday morning. Mayor Weingarten continues the Mayor Madness tomorrow at 6 o'clock from the seat on the fourth floor of the WFMU building, where I, uh, I hope he will be less slightly at ill at ease and discombobulated than I felt this morning. But I hope you didn't notice it too much. Stay tuned. Plenty more today on the Nahum Siegel Network, beginning with an encore presentation of the OU Presents the Jewish Reaction, hosted by Nahum, coming up next on the Nahum Siegel Network. On WFMU, next is Trouble, so stay tuned. Till next time, everybody, this is Mayor Fertig reminding you not everybody can have a pithy sign-off.